Sean Dizzle. Mikey Hizzle. What's up, brother? What's poppin', shawty? We got a good, we got a real good, things are working, looking up, going our way, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Last time we recorded, I was kind of sharing some frustration because I felt like a little bitch. <laughs> so I couldn't figure shit out, and I figured sure. it. I figured the shit out. So now I feel invigorated. Yeah, like a freaking Spartan. You know the worst part about all of this is I actually What's like. That? I went to school for like sound engineering. So, like, you know, I should know most of this stuff. (laughs) Well, you know a hell of a lot more than I do. And um, as far as I'm concerned, you're, you got it together. It's, it's me. I'm just, I'm fumbling my way through this stuff, trying to be helpful. And, uh, whoa, that was a third person burp right there. Uh, Yeah. Sure was. Who is who's burping? By the way, who's belching? By the way, who's that? Oh, it's me. Usually, it's me giving the long pause. It's awkward. <laughs> Your Silas. Silas. Right. <laughs> so, just remember, you need to be like right up on that microphone. There you go. Put push up on it. Push up on it, girl. So yeah, Jenna oh. Hines joining us for the, what is it, what are we on, 45th episode? This, yeah, you're right, this is episode number 45, no doubt about it, that's awesome. Oh, congrats, that's a big accomplishment, you two. Huge, thank you. Five more and we play that shot game. Uh, Seven more, right, mm-hmm. we're going to do 52, I thought. Oh no, no, you're right, 50th episode. Keep drinking. Uh, uh. 50th episode we're gonna play this shot game you're gonna have to belch on every shot for those who've been following from the beginning hell yeah it's all good dude so last night yeah we uh we went to this like fundraising thing and it's like a trivia night and uh you pretty much just play trivia and hang out and drink, and there's, like, food and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't really drink heavily at the trivia night, <clears throat> but then, after the trivia night, everyone's like, yo, let's go to the pub. And I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, let's do that, you know what I'm saying? Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I didn't go to bed till like, after three this morning. Whoa. And, uh... 
that I mean that's not how long we were out, but I had to stay up because like rooms were spinning. You know what I mean? And I I, I just I can't go to sleep like that. I got to drink water. I got to walk around. I got to take a shit. I got to do whatever I got to do <laughs> for that room to not be spinning. So I can go get my sleepy time. You know what I mean? Sleepy time. So then all day today, it's just been like super lazy Sunday, you know? And then, hey, uh, you know what? Yeah. Secret time. Can we just get one right off the bat? Secret time. Secret time. Secret time. Sometimes the best cure for a hangover is, in fact, drinking. <laughs> so, boom. Wow, you sound like such a lush. Yeah, well, takes one to know one. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it does. Um, sure. Why not? Yeah. Takes yeah, one dude, one. I do not like getting drunk, and uh, it snuck up on me last night. But all you drink is vodka, though. I don't understand. Well, I was mixing with beer in between. And no and water. There may have been a few shots every once in a while. and mm. Got a little cray up in so well, you know what I mean? And what was the occasion? I must know. There wasn't one. It's just all the friends were hanging out after trivia night, and there were no kids. We're like the only people in our friend group without kids right now. So uh, I see. when they all get to hang out without kids, it's like, yo, let's get turned up. You know? Yeah, I totally understand that. Totally understand that. Yeah. But a few of them were like, okay, it's 830. I need to be in bed. <laughs> Sweet, sweet Virginia. All right. <laughs> I just got a look. I just got all a look of death for saying sweet Virginia. It's all good. Yeah. So, um, so the wife has uh, dual monitors down here in the uh, in the office for her work, and I don't big know. ballin'. I, I don't even know the last time you were down here. Uh, Working. When was the last time you were in this office working? It's been a while. It's been a while. So what I'm thinking is what I want to do is if we're going to, because uh, we, we've got Google Hangouts to work today, and uh, hopefully the uh, sound quality is good once all the editing is done. Well, you're going to edit this one, so I'm sure it'll be a whole lot better than the, the shit job that I do. Um, but I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking I want to utilize these two monitors so I can have your beautiful face on one, Sean, and then have, uh, what's this garage band on another and then have the questions on another. Speaking of which, that's what I be doing. Yeah. And it makes sense, right? Instead of me constantly four fingers up to uh, to switch between the, the, the three screens. Like what, can, what are uh, we talking about? What you doing with your four fingers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Jenna, what's up? Nothing too much. Nothing too much. So you are going to be our interviewee number two. 
How you like that? Thrilling. Thrilling. I mean, I'm not going to lie. You don't sound thrilled. She's going to be our most uh, enthusiastic interviewee. Yes. Yes. I really love this podcast. (laughs) I listen to you every week. I think it's great what you guys are doing. Congratulations on 45. I'm going to give you a robot voice. We should we should Don't give her me with a good time. Give her, give her a robot voice for uh for her congratulating <clears throat> us on forty five episodes. We should do that. We should do that indeed. So yeah, what's up, babe? <laughs> Just <laughs> all right. Should we just get to the questions? Is that what How it is? How about we just get <laughs> yeah, to the questions? I think she's yeah. ready for bed is what it is. I think she's like, uh, we interrupted her show to do this recording. And uh, I think we probably should let her go to bed soon. You want to talk about that? How early you've been going to bed? Mm. What's your typical bedtime? Because Brooke mm. is anywhere from like 7.30 to 9-ish. That is my girl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it like, if she stays up past then, like, something's wrong. Or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There was a little lady burp there, if you guys heard lady it. You, you got to take a shot for that. It was so dainty. Uh, oh, there's another one right there. Little baby ones. She's in. She's playing the game, guys. All right. So let's get to it, huh? How about we get down to the nitty gritty? Yeah, well, first off, do you like that intro music? I think it's a little long. Which one? The let's get down to the nitty gritty. I haven't heard that. Do you listen to this podcast at all? Get down to the nitty gritty. What? (laughs) Yes, I do listen. I'm busting your balls, kid. I listened to the one... About the cowboy boots, and I just laughed so hard. And then you brought up the Stephen Curtis Chapman reference, music reference. Oh, God. Well, I'm a boy, you know what I mean? Oh I seriously wish I would have wore a diaper because I legit was peeing my pants. Wow. <laughs> it was awesome. Wow. That whole conversation about Brooke and the boots, it was great. Hmm. That one was hilarious. Oh, the boots. Yeah. Well, anyway, we have this, like intro music for when we have guests on and the whole thing is like different people saying basically let's get down to the the nitty gritty oh okay to me i don't think it's too long i (laughs) that's hey that's that's what she said i don't think it's too long at all i think it's perfect sweet so i don't i'm not interested in changing it I think it's perfect, just the way it is. Just the way you are. I went there, too. All right. So, yeah. Ask me some damn questions. Let's go. (laughs) Leg out. She's ready. All right. Officially, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's do it. All right. Hey, when are you guys coming? Are you guys coming up here anytime soon? Okay. She's not ready. Sorry, I just missed you guys. She's ready and she's not ready. All right. We're going to like put this in three times. Sean. 
What? Answer me. When are we going to see you? Uh, I don't know. Oh, is it our turn to go down there? It's our turn to go down there. So ill. So ill. We, um, yeah, we'll talk. Okay. Let's, let's do this thing. Okay. Sounds good. Are we ready? Let's get down to the nitty gritty. For the <laughs> third time. Here we go. Yo, though, hey, I gotta say, going, it's wow. randomly cold Here today. Here we go. Wow. <laughs> how's the coffee shop going? I'm just kidding. Okay. Just, hit me with some questions now. All joking aside, hit me with some questions. Seriously. You, you guys kind of talked over each other there. She said, you said what you said, and she said, how's the coffee shop? I just said, it's randomly cold here today. It's in the 30s. Oh. The coffee shops, you know, it's the coffee shop. It's good. We make coffee, sandwiches. Mm-hmm. That's oh. deep. That's what we do. Deep. Yeah. I, uh, nice. I gave up on working on my latte art. I wanted to be able to do president's no. faces, like silhouettes, but <laughs> there for a while. Can you do the I heart? I swear to you, all the latte art would come out like two balls in a dick. And I don't, I didn't know, I, I have no idea why. <laughs> I'm sure you don't. Right. But now I can kind of do like a flowery thing. So it's kind of like mm. so cute, you know? Well, can you do the heart? No, I haven't figured that out. Well, that's what I was trying to do, and then it comes oh, okay. out like dick and balls. Oh, interesting. So, alrighty then. Are we ready to get down to the nitty gritty? <laughs> Let's get down to the fucking nitty gritty. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. To get down to the nitty gritty. To get down to the nitty gritty. Good, that's the way I like it. Let's get right to the nitty gritty. Okay, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Sean, you go first. Uh, you know, I don't even have the questions pulled up, so you go All first. Right, so I will go while first. While I pull up said questions. Jesus, we only like planned this a week in advance. So, uh, all right. So, so first question is, when did you come to Christ and what's your story? Um, well, I think that my answer for the second question is going to kind of run into this one. That's fine. In the sense that I grew up in church, so I don't really have a salvation birthday. Get it? You know, people say that's like your second birthday. Okay. Because you're born again? Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) I want it to be as corny as possible. That's a joke from like Um, Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yes. I don't want to get on Stephen Curtis Chapman, though. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like something he would say. It's no hate. It's just... I've got two birthdays. Old school. Evangelical. Why did you rub your nipples when you said that, though? (laughs) Because that's a flamboyant, fruity... No. Fruity. Spiritual, that sounds. That's just like so CMM. No, no, no. No, CCM. Yeah. Ooh, side note, it's uh, National Transgender Day. Oh, that's why founders put... Okay, now I get it. No, what do you mean? They had a post that said, we embrace and celebrate all LGBTQ transgender. Everyone's welcome here. So Really? So today is National Transgender Day and we're recording? Yes. All right, so look, so if you're out there and you're transgender... 
uh, take a shot. And uh, thanks for listening. Because they take a shot every time they, every time we burp. All right. Again, I'm getting a stanky face from the wife. So, all right, let's keep this ball rolling. Just holy moly. So anyway, you were saying after your CCM comment. Yeah, I grew up in the church, so I don't really have a born again birthday, but um, I think I've come to Christ several times (laughs) with my renewal of my commitment to Christ. Mm. So multiple times I've been saved and have been led up to the altar to find Jesus in my heart. Hmm. What do you think about that, Sean? Um. Jesus, that pause. Good God, Sila. Well, I gotta think. You know what I mean? Obviously. I mean, I, I've been, I've been there. You know what I mean? I, I don't. This whole thing of like, oh, how long have you been a Christian? And like. I mean, we're asking the question, so, you know, whatever, to what I'm about to say. But, like, I don't really consider most people to walk away from their faith and then have an altar call and they, oh, I have to come back to you. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't think it's personally that way. I think it's more like, I mean, let's do the marriage thing. You get in a fight with your spouse. It doesn't mean you have to go get remarried after the fight. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, hey, I fucked up. We had some words. This is what happened. I love you. Let's do this thing. Let's keep going. Yeah. You know? I feel like that's kind of like the whole altar, card, blah, 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 altar call scene uh, thing is. So I don't know if, if it's like... I agree. I left Jesus because... I went to a bar and I slept with this person and I did cocaine and I went on a four day bender. But now this Sunday, I'm coming back to you, Jesus. You know, I don't know. That's my thing. Yeah. What do you think? I think that we don't teach proper Christianity. (laughs) And that's why my whole, my whole answer was sarcastic and, no, no, no. So it's not a judgment call of your of your answer. It's, no, I know it's, it's not. A, but I'm saying that's why I was making saying all this stuff because it. Yeah. It's reality. We're asking a question. You're telling that's and that's, it's exactly that's the honest to God truth. No, it's, a, it's the same way that I was brought up as well. You know, that find Jesus almost every Sunday, every week. You got to find Jesus yep. all over again. Is why it concerns me that my sister for years would cry and cry and cry and cry <laughs> when she was younger because. She would always be scared that she wasn't going to heaven. Yeah. And why do we put that and instill that within even kids? Yeah. That, you know, just that mentality or even adults. Sure. That they have to recommit every single week. And it's just. Yeah. I don't know. I don't agree with that. So. Well, you you grow up living in that eggshell, you know, and then you, you do things that are like, they just don't make sense, you know? Yeah. Like every time you stub your toe and you're like, oh, fucking shit. And then you're like, oh, Jesus, I'm so sorry. I just want to recommit my life to you because I know I sinned and I've mm-hmm. fallen short of the glory. But if, if you find it in your heart to forgive me through your grace, Lord Jesus, I will never say that again. 
And then you right. stub your toe during the prayer, and you're like, motherfucker! And then you're like, oh my god, Jesus, I'm so sorry! Like, like you just live in this, like, eggshell glass house, like, good god, you know? Yeah. I agree. It's, it's it's just what you said, Sean. It's like uh, having to renew your vows every after every fight that you have with your spouse. It, it just nobody does it. It's not reality. Well, and, it doesn't make uh, sense, you know. It, it, no, it doesn't make sense. And if you and if you consider Christianity the way that the Bible considers it, you would consider it as a covenant, a marriage. Right at the end of days, uh, the the rapture happens, and after that, after the rapture happens, the scripture talks about there being a marriage. Like so, so consider the um, the parable of the ten virgins. The parable of the ten virgins is all about. So it says that there were five that were wise and five that that were foolish. Right. The five that were wise, they preserved their oil in their lamps as they were waiting on the bridegroom. The five that were foolish did not preserve their oil in their lamps. And so when the bridegroom actually showed up, the bridegroom is the, the husband, right? Yes. 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 <laughs> is, anybody, that, is anybody with me? Is that rhetorical? Uh, or? <laughs> <laughs> the bridegroom is the husband. Obviously, the bride is is the church. We're considered the church is considered the bride of Christ. And so you've got five wise, five foolish, five preserve their oil, five do not. And then what happens is when the bridegroom finally shows up, the five that were foolish, they don't have any 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 oil left, right? And the five that are wise, they do. They go out to meet the, the bridegroom. And there's a marriage that takes place between the bridegroom, who is Christ, and we Christians, who are the church. And it was a parable speaking of the way that we should live our lives as Christians in this world. Expecting the second coming of Christ, but living, and living as though he will come back at any moment. And so instead of wasting our life, the oil, wasting our life and our talents and our gifts, doing frivolous things, we preserve those things. We preserve our lives. We, we live according to uh, his expectations to the best of our ability so that when he comes, we, we can have this ceremony that, that is the culmination of our entire lives. In other words, we die and we go to heaven. And we live with Christ forever. And, and that marriage, the, the idea of the marriage covenant has been around forever, you know. And we get it all wrong today when we're trying to just catch feelings in a service to make sure that we get our Holy Ghost goosebumps mm. and do things. You know, you know, it's kind of annoying. Yeah. All right, Sean, what's the next question? Uh, well, numero dos, she kind of already answered, <clears throat> but, um, so were you raised in church? Obvi, cause you just said it, but, yeah, um, was, what denomination? I was raised in church. My parents were pastors, so. PK was, in the his a? Yeah. I was sleeping on church pews as a child. You guys didn't have a house? 
No, no. He <laughs> <laughs> did. That is how it sounds. I know it is, yeah. but um, no. I mean, I know what like, you mean, but on Sunday night services, we would be up probably past our bedtimes, and we'd just fall asleep on church chairs and pews. So, where we were, my parents traveled a lot when we were younger, so we went with them everywhere. Word like revivals and stuff, or just vacationing? What do you mean? No, not revivals, just church services. Gotcha. My we used to have uh, about seven different church locations. Damn, plants seriously around the around the community. Yeah, in Michigan or abroad? Mm-hmm. Oh, Michigan, Southeast Michigan. Yeah. Yep. Detroit. So, yeah. Detroit. Michael actually led the Detroit one. I bounce back. I bounce back. Stupid. Detail LAX. Come on, Big Sean. Big Sean. All right, but what is number three? What's number three? Well, so uh, what what is your reason for leaving the church? And have you left the church? Help me out, husband. Why did we leave the church? Yeah, her answer is kind of the same as mine because we left together because we were married. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, you know, it, it's kind of sensitive in that, you know, we were going to actually succeed her parents and take over that church and uh, take it into the 21st century, I guess is a nice way to say it. Uh, but... You know, there was a fallout and, you know, stuff that, sh- that was promised and and said that was going to happen didn't end up happening when they were supposed to. And, you know, conversations that were had in confidence ended up coming out into the open and stuff that... Was, it was messy. It, it was so messy. So, when he... When he put in your letter of resignation that means i go too because we're one and we're a team yeah we're a team well i get so. that but <clears throat> let's see if i can ask uh let's see if we can kind of unpack that and not not so much get into the messy the deets you know mm-hmm. what i mean because no one needs to know some of that stuff but i think i want to explore more jenna with you um like don't think of the question at face value, like, "Oh, why'd you leave the church?" Because it sucks, Ugh. and they weren't no. gonna, they weren't no. gonna give it to me. But like, can you unpack yeah, I, anything I hope it of like ever sound like that? That we left because we didn't get something, right? Because I think that's a really that's not something that we would ever. That's not our heart, and that was that's never yeah. our intention. It's a very shallow to be reason. A, yeah, to be a childish, uh, selfish brat. And so I hope it never sounds like that because that's not the case at all. Um, there were just a lot of different factors, and, and honestly, it was so messy. Um, you know, um, so, it, but I do want to just say that one thing that it, just because we didn't, you know, I don't even want to say get what we want, just because we weren't, we, there, there was a prom or there was, what do you want to say, a promise, but um, what's a different word? There was something we, spoken out in the open. We we were the successors. Yeah. And then it was backtracked and a then lot. And it didn't happen. 
And then there was a lot of, well, I never said that. Well, you did. <laughs> um, and then there was a lot of just shots fired, I think, too. And a lot of hurt. And so, um, well, so were those reasons I feel like we made why... the adult decision and we did what was best for he and I. And um, I do not regret it one bit. I don't. I've grown as a person. Uh, we've grown in our marriage. Um, I've grown as a person. My entire Christianity has been flipped upside down. I'm yeah. not the same person that I once was. Well, wait, wait, wait. Let's uh, not, three years ago that we left. Let's not jump uh, there quite yet because we're going to get to Sorry. that question. But okay. I definitely, I definitely love where you're going, and I can't wait to hear it. Um, but I still want to stick on on this, like the reason for leaving the church thing, just a little bit more. Um, like. <clears throat> Are there things in, and not just, you know, that church or that group of people, but is there like in the overall church things that's like, man, I don't know why we do it this way. Or, you know, I don't really agree with that. Or, well, maybe we should try doing it this way. Like, are there things like that that kind of helped push you to make the decision to be like, you know what, I think I'm going to step away from this whole Americanized church thing for a second. And does that make sense? It does. And I can answer it the best. Um, trying to remember all that you're asking, uh, the best that I can. Um, the fact is, is that I'm still open to church. Mm -hmm. Um, this is a season right now that I feel that we're in. And I feel that God is, is changing and molding and kind of shaping us. For what, I do not know. Um, and I feel that the future is very unclear. And that's very uneasy to me because I like to plan. <laughs> However, right. um, I believe there's two things. Number one, I trust God. That um, his will for our lives will be, is set in motion today. And it will come to completion in the future. Two. Um, I believe in this man sitting next to me <laughs> more than anyone could ever believe in him. And I know there's a call of God upon his life. I know that his reach is not to just to be to 10 people or five, five people or 10 people. Um, I know it's to reach so many. Um, and the reason why I know that is because of the lives and the number of lives that he's changed. And I should say that God's changed, right? Because it's not us. We're just vessels you like that cmm one big um, old black bald sexy vessel yes the sexiest <laughs> um and so and because i believe in in michael so much um and it's not you know um uh, because he's my husband um it's not because he you know because i love him or you know, whatever. It's literally because I know and I admire him so much. Um, I trust him and I know that there's a word within him. And I know because he's helped change my life and my Christianity. And I've seen him do it in so many, with so many other people, um, that I know that it's not just his gifts are not just for again, five or 10 people, but he is supposed to you know, reach so many more people. And I think sometimes I look at it and I say, and I was thinking about it lately and I'm like, well, where do I fit in? And I came to the conclusion of, you know what, God, 
if I do nothing more than support him for the rest of his life and do all the background stuff and, you know, do background and just let him lead, I'm so good with that. Um, because I will feel fulfilled because I know that I'm furthering God and what he has for us in our lives. Um, so, uh, I don't, like I said, I don't feel that this is a, um, and this is nothing new that Michael knows this. He knows how I feel about him. He knows that I've always admired him. Um, so it's not, it's the first time I've ever heard any of this. Oh, please. (laughs) Belogna. Um, So I don't feel that we've left the church and I am extremely open to whatever God has for us. Um, And if that looks like the church in the next couple of years, if that doesn't, I'm open to it. Um, So I don't, I don't, you know, there's a lot of stuff in the church that I think it's important to, especially if you've grown up in church and if you've served in church, I mean, that's what we were in. We were in like ministry, um, you know, we, that was something that we devoted, you know, our entire Sundays and Wednesdays and maybe some Friday evenings to. Um, and I think it's in a lot of time It and Michael probably more right over the years. Um, you know, it's, it's, um, I lost where I was going. Hold on. <laughs> um, it's all good. Wait, hold yeah, on. I mean, I, I think you guys are going to have to edit this, but just give okay, me a wait. second because... She, she wants to think for a second. Let's give her a second. <laughs> Shoot. Dun, 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 dun. I think it's... What I think has to happen is that I think this is really important for us, the season that we're in right now, to be outside looking in um, because, good. you know, when we were in the church, we saw a lot of stuff that, um, gosh, if we could just do this better, gosh, if we could just, you know, tweak this over here and tweak that over there and do that... You know, we knew those things were the right things to do. And I think that even taking a step out of the church and getting an outsider's perspective is even greater and will be of even greater um, importance if we go back. Um, There's I have an entirely different perspective than I did three years ago when we left. We left church in October of 2016. And, you know. There's a lot of, again, at that point, there's a lot of things where I was like, oh my God, this is just driving me up a wall. It was nothing that was illegal or unethical. It was just how church was happening and how they were doing church that they weren't connecting with our generation. There was no connection. Um, there was no sense of community, um, which is extremely important to Michael and I. Um, we didn't have a community. We had maybe two other people. Um I didn't have a group of, you know, people that I could reach out to and it just wasn't there. Only and a if few. we had, a, no, and I, I don't mean to, you know, discredit that, but we had a few, but it was nothing like, you know, the larger churches around here today, right. Where there's groups and people and, um, you know, and, and the ability. And so, so that aspect of community, um, you take a step back and you need that, you know, um, yeah. There's other things that I see that now, again, I have a different, when we look at even my Christianity and my relationship with God, it's totally different. Um, and how would that be infused yeah. going forward? The concept the of grace, right? Oh, the absolutely. Con- yeah. Yeah. For another reason why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, so you kind of touched on how your life has changed after church and... 
Um, if you want to expound or add anything to that, feel free. Yeah. Um, um, so when we left in 2016, I, um, I, I can't believe it's been that long. It'll be three years wow. in, October in October of this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when we left, um, it was, I'm not even going to lie. It was refreshing. <laughs> I know that sounds insane, but that is the honest. That's like what's in my heart. It was absolutely refreshing. Well, it doesn't sound insane, but how was it refreshing? <laughs> like, um, It was refreshing in the sense that we were able to wake up on Sundays, be together as a family, not rush, rush, rush. Yeah. Um, it was it was so awesome to be able to have, to see Michael and Micah have more time. And I've always wanted that for them. Um, and so for them to be able to spend time together on Sundays, you know, the entire day and Micah just not see his dad running here, running there, hurry up. We got to eat. So we got to get on the road. (laughs) Um, that was so incredible for me. Um, and so that aspect, that was really important to me because family is important to, to Michael and I, it's very important. Um, we, we are each other's priority and, um, Micah is both of our priorities, uh, is a priority to both of us. And so that was extremely important to me. Um, another thing that changed for us was I noticed I needed community immediately and I was. I was feeling it. Um, again, I didn't, we didn't have much community there, um, Mm -hmm. uh, around our age. You know, if we wanted to have people over, we were having people that were my parents' age over. Am I right? You know? Um, yeah, yeah, we were. And I loved them and they were, you know, we absolutely adore them and it was nothing against them. It's just, they are grandparents where, you know, we are newlyweds. (laughs) Um, sure. Yeah. And, um, I, I knew that I wanted community. And so October of 2016, we left, but March of 2016, we moved into our new house. So we had just moved into a brand new house. We were married for in April, 2015, we moved into a new house in, um, March of 2016 and we had left our community or our church in October of 2016. And I knew I needed community. I needed a friend. I needed a girlfriend, um, you know, to just kind of be my sounding board. And it was, um, I want to say, I think it was the spring. No. Yes, it was the spring or it was October of 2017. Um, we had been having block parties on our block. And we had been hanging out with some of our neighbors. And we are, if you know, you guys know this when you come here, we're very close to our entire block. Or we are, and I'm very close. We're very close to our next door neighbors. Yeah. Um, it's actually really yeah. cool to see. Yeah. It, it, to be honest with you, it's really cool. Um, we absolutely adore it. And we know that we're, um, it's something that's super special to our, you know, to our neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and so my, you know, one of my best friends is the person that lives like literally 30 feet away. Um, I don't have very many girlfriends. I don't have Mary, you know, I'm not a, oh my gosh, everyone's my best friend. Um, but I see her every single day. And so October of 2017, we were all at our, around the fire, all our, almost everybody on our block and our block isn't just young families. It's, you know, 
older couples too. And, um, I said, Hey, I love to start a book club. And, um, all the women were, I mean, we have a single person across the street. She's one of our good friends. Um, all you know, single uh, ladies. We're, all single, oh, ladies. single ladies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, we have two families on the other side of the block. There's another family on the other side of the block. Um, there's a family with a, you know, a daughter in college. And, and so I said, Hey, can let's start a book club. And so ever, all the women were on board. Um, and so we started the first, I started the first book club. I want to say that October, it was October of 2017. And, um, I began texting everyone. And that first night, I think we went through, there was five of us and we went through seven bottles of wine. <laughs> so holy book club. Huh? Jesus, Jesus turned water into wine. Yeah. So, um, but for me, that was, um, that was really important to me because relationship is important to me. Friendship is important to me. Um, and so we have just, we've been having book club every once a month since October of 17th or October of 2017. And, um, and we, you know, we move it around. And so that was really a, a, a first idea of, you know, community for me and really bringing about a co- sense of community within my own literal community. Yeah. Um, over the, over the, you know, over the past couple summers, you know, our house has become the hangout place. It's become, you know, Grand Central Station sometimes <laughs> um, on Sundays. Mayor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the mayor of Severn. Um so on Sundays, you know, we'll be grilling, you know, with Micah there or not with, you know, with Micah not there and people will stop by and they'll hang out and we'll feed them. And, you know, we give them, you know, so they can drink at our house and we just talk and we hang out and that's what happens some Saturdays. And I mean, the weekends are, our, you know, people come over. And so we've created this sense of community um, within even the people that we literally, li- you know, are living with. Um, and then we just started on Wednesdays, um, having our neighbors over for dinner and we're going to do a combined dinner. And that was another thing that I said, you know what? I just, I want to have people over like once a week, you know, where we just, somebody brings a dish and we all just hang out and we all just talk and we just recap. And so for me, building that community was something I didn't really have before is something I have now. And it's really precious to me. And yeah. it means something to me um, because I so it was something I was lacking. And so I took an initiative, I took initiative and said, hey, this is something I need. Let me, how can I create this? Yeah. And so I created that um, and that it's been great. Um, and it's really been, it's been good for us, I think. Um, this is, you know. They might not know it, but these are, this is almost our family at some points. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we've created that bond. We talk, we, we do life together. We talk about real situations and real issues and, you know, um, we feed people, you know, well, come on over. You don't have to, you know, stay, be hungry. You know, what do you want? We open up our kitchen doors, you know, and I think that's the true essence of community is, you know, being able to do life with people. And so we do that, I think, really well with our community. Yeah. And our I, you know, I, I agree with you 100%. I think that the the benefit that we've had is this: we moved to this block and everyone was very welcoming. And then we, in turn, reciprocated. Mm-hmm. And as a result, 
I mean, we're in the, we're pretty much in the middle of the block. Mm-hmm. And um, everybody knows that door is open. Come on in. And they will come in. And they <laughs> come in. <laughs> but uh, the point of church is not to go to a building where you um, listen to three songs, three fast songs, two slow songs, take an offering, do another song, take another offering, do another song, and then the pastor gets up and preaches, and then there's an altar call. Like That's not the point of Christianity. The, 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 the point of Christianity is to do life t- with other people, and together you increasingly love Jesus, you increasingly worship Jesus, you increasingly obey Jesus. And um, I, I think pretty much everybody on our block is Christian, or some form of it, or, or and, and even if they're not, who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, it's really about community and doing life together. And um, Well, so with, with you saying that, <clears throat> um, I guess we'll just ask this for listeners' sake, but um, Jenna, do you still consider yourself a Christian, even though you don't go to church? And I kind of want to put an amendment on that, because... Obviously you do. And I kind of want, I would love to explore like, so being a Christian, having stepped away from church for unsaid amount of time. Um, and with what you've just shared, I mean, how do you think you're, you're sharing your faith and you're being a Christian and how has that maybe changed being outside the four walls of an organizational church? Okay, let's take it slow. Let's start with that first question. <laughs> um, yes, I do consider myself a Christian, um, but I I want to pause there and say um, I would even well let's go let's go forward and let's go a step back. Yes, I'm a Christian. Yes, I am still an evangelical Christian um, because those are my beliefs. However, that's where we take a step back to people that are saying, oh, she's one of those evangelical crazy ass ones. And I say, no, um, no, 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 no. Please don't let me in to the evangelical Bible thumping, uh, LGBT hating, um, racist, you know, whatever yeah. those groups, pro, you know, pro-life. Please don't do that um, because I consider myself a progressive Christian. And if you're familiar with any um, Brian McLaren or John Pavlitz or any of the progression, uh, progressive Christian kind of thinkers and pastors out there, um, I think I more align myself with those values um, than in your regular, typical white evangelical um, Christian. Right. So that's where I'm at. Um, and that's what I consider myself. Um, if people are asking me, yes, um, I do tell them I never shy away from it. Um, because to me, that's an opportunity to talk to them about Christ. Um, and it's always an open door and I'll walk through it. I don't mind. Um, but I would never slam, you know, Christianity on someone's lap. Um, but it is, it, you know, it's the times that we're in, especially I, that's why I always say, 
yes, I'm a Christian. You know, if somebody asks, yes, I'm a Christian. Yes, I'm an evangelical Christian. But hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm a progressive Christian. Yeah. And again, you know, following the teachings of, you know, Jesus, actually. <laughs> I don't want to give Brian McLaren and John Pavlitz a lot of credit because those are actually the teachings of Christ. Is, of course. You know, being kind to others that don't think, act, look, and smell like you. And, um, you know, loving the poor and, you know, not discrediting someone's, you know, life experience. So that's where I, that's where I differ, I believe. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? It's all What good. was the other question? I don't remember. Well, I kind <clears> of, <throat> I, I like the fact that, you know, and honestly, maybe you've already said it. Um, but like the whole thing of, okay, so you left the organization church thing for unset amount of time, like, you know, whatever. Uh, and you're not, you don't attend church every Sunday is what I mean. Right. Mm-hmm. But you guys, um, both Jenna and Michael, like you, you're this unit of, uh, unit. Like, honestly, like, you just live out the faith is what I think just from viewing it. Because I know you personally, so I can attest Mm -hmm. to that. But, like, I think it's so cool that, you know, you did not get the community in the the four-wall church that you went to. And then when you left that four-wall thing, like, the same month, you're like, all right, I need community. I'm just going to go start it. And you did it. And that's a thing. And, like... Sure, it's not like, okay, everyone, we're going to pray now before we drink our wine and read oh, our books. God, no. And then we're going to take up <laughs> offering. And then I'm going to ask if you need to repent. Why. And then I'm going to see who needs their unspoken prayer request. You know, it's not It'd be like so that. Offensive. It's yeah. actual life, like just doing yeah. community with people. And yeah, I guess I kind of, you know, it, and it's up to you, but if you can expound on anything of that, I, I personally think it's cool to see because i think you know shit i should be doing that in my community here probably you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) so first off like super cool congrats to you guys keep doing the thing because that to me is church and i would like to hear i guess well both of you uh but more so jenna because michael does this all the time with me but um (laughs) You know what? Are, what are your thoughts on that? And can you expound on it? Or fuck you too. <laughs> Me love you a long time though. <laughs> yeah, on. I don't. Um, it's kind of just you know. I think it's that's who we are. You know, um, and when we got together, that was who we were as a couple. Um, we were, Hey, let's bring out, let's invite everybody over and let's hang out. And, you know, we find common ground. We try to find common ground with everybody, you know, um, that's, that's who we are. That's who, you know, we, we literally uh. will, will buy things for oh my God. nice, impressive. Uh. We literally will buy things, um, with the intent of having people over. Am I right? Um, we've yeah. literally bought like I, I don't even what's an example. We've literally bought Well, we'll buy extra food because we're no lit. 
so and so is coming over. Yeah, the or they or could possibly come over. Um, we'll, we'll buy. buy a, we'll buy like. Shit, I don't... we bought our fucking house. Well, <laughs> Michael always says we have our. We bought our house. We got it. This house. Why can't we entertain. have to entertain? Because right. <laughs> we like to entertain. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we have a what almost two hundred fifty thousand dollars mortgage because. <laughs> no, I'm just well, kidding. <laughs> I, I, I buy Miller Lite because I know my brother-in-law likes it. Yeah. But we buy things you know? in hopes that we will, you know, invite people over. People will come over so we have, you know, the food stocked or we have the, you know, yeah. drinks stocked. We, yeah. we buy, we do things in our lives. We make decisions with other people in mind. It's not just us two. That's um, a good point. Mm-hmm. And that's just Very kind of point. how we live. And that's how yeah. we have been since the beginning. We yeah. like to entertain. Um we, we love to entertain. So I love doing, I'm very close mm. with all of my old colleagues, um, at the form, my former, at the university. Um, and so they'll come over and, you know, mm. Michael's not sitting there on the sideline, like deuces, no. you know, order pizza. Pouring he's whiskey. helping me, it was mm. pouring whiskey or he's helping me cook and prepare everything for, you know, dinner parties and stuff. Um, that's just what we, we enjoy doing. We love people, you know? And I think that goes back to, you know, our, our hearts and where they're at is we love God, but we also love people so much. And, um, you, you, you know, know, to that point, so. we, when we were actually in church and, uh, we were working with the youth, we did this whole relaunch of the youth department along with the youth pastor. We weren't the youth pastors, but we right. were, you know, we helped them out a lot. And, um, and we weren't married at the time, but we were both working together in that department with our, you know, best friend who was actually the youth pastor. And um, I'm sure you kept room in the middle for the Holy Spirit, though. You know what I'm saying? Duh. Oh, you better believe it. Three feet, no check. So, uh, you know, we we put together, you know, um, we had this computer in the room in our youth sanctuary, and we literally put the passwords for the leaders, it was love God, and for the yeah. for the students, it was love people too. <laughs> you know, I mean, because that was our and 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 even in I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, and and even when we so so I pastored one of uh one of the affiliate para churches, if you can call it that, and um and the whole point was that we those those are the two laws those those are the two greatest uh two greatest commandments right and uh matthew it, it's it says love the lord your god with all your heart mind soul strength and then the second commandment is just important just as important as the first love your neighbor as yourself and then jesus says on these two commandments you can hang all the law and the prophets and so if you want to fulfill the law of God, you can do it. I mean, it's 630 laws in the Old Testament, right? 630. And you can try your best. You can try your damnness to follow all 630 laws. You're going to fail <laughs> because the system was set up to cause you to fail so yeah. that you can realize mm-hmm. that Jesus, the one who cannot fail, is the one that we are to put our trust and our confidence in, right? 
But Jesus said, look, forget the 630. Well, he didn't say forget, but he's like, okay, so you got the 630. But that had to be established. It did. Law had to be established to show us. Yes. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The law had to be established to prove that all was under sin. That's what Paul says. Yeah. That the law and the prophets testify that all are under sin, that every man has been born in sin. As Isaiah said, he said, we are all born in sin and shapen in iniquity. Like we're shapen in iniquity. So you're, in, in other words, these are all fancy theological terms, but the bottom line is, is that we're all born separated from God. But when we come to him and we realize that we are apart from him, when we, when we, when we, when we come to God, he, he lays out for us just two simple things. He's like, you can hang all the law and the prophets on these two ideas, to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And to love your neighbor as you love yourself. On these two commandments, the scripture literally says, on these two commandments, you can hang all the law and the prophets. So true Christianity is very simple in loving God and loving people. And when you put your efforts into doing those two things, you're truly living the Christian faith. Yeah. A, a, a faith literally that has evolved to those two things because you, you, you cannot ignore the fact that there are 630 laws in the old Testament. Sure. But you also have to recognize that when Jesus stepped on the scene, that he, that was deep, that he, he made it, he simplified it. And he said, look, it's, 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 it's obvious you're not going to ever be able to keep every single one of these laws. But if you can keep these two, you're, you're proving your Christianity. You're showing the world. Like Jesus said, he said, look, there's no greater way to show that you love God than to love your brother. And like we talked about on the last podcast, Sean, that you cannot love the God that you don't see if you can't love the person that you do see. Yep. Because that's what true Christianity is. That's really what it's all about. Loving people. Mm-hmm. And so I don't care what building you go to. I don't care what sanctuary that you worship in. None of that matters if you don't love the people that you see. Because that's what true Christianity is all about. And so, yeah, come to my house for a barbecue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come to my house for a book club. Come to my house to play cards. Come to my house to play Monopoly. Whatever. Come to my house to vent about your husband or your wife. Come to my house to bitch about your kids. Come to my house to do whatever it is that you want to do. Obviously, you're not going to do coke in my house. You can go home. No, you can't, I can't do that stuff. Unless you're sharing it with me. Oh, okay. you, you just have to, you know, <laughs> love people because that's what it's about did that answer your question the second part 
yeah. <laughs> you don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So I think the next question is, would you ever consider going back to church? Yes, I would definitely entertain going back to church again. Uh, like I mentioned, I'm not anti-church. Um, my Christianity and my faith <sighs> does not rest solely nice. within four walls. Um, it's stronger than that. And um, there were times throughout this whole last couple of years where I've been, I guess, not focusing, you know, on the right stuff. And I'm thinking about 5,000 other things, you know, mm. mind you, since chocolate we've dicks. left. What? Like chocolate dicks. Yes. Uh. <laughs> Gummy dicks, too. Oh. <laughs> In the last three years, um, I've gotten a new job, um, and that's been an adjustment. Um, and so, I mean, there's been, you know, things that he and I have, you know, we've been, we did a lot of traveling. Um, and so, you know, our focus really wasn't on church, um, or, you know, but my relationship with God, you know, God never stops poking and prodding and loving and loving on us to, Hey, I'm still here. Hey, I'm hanging in there with you. Um, that's never stopped. And so my relationship with God has never come to a halt because of that, because of his constant pursuit, um, as pursuance, a word, I don't know, um, his constant pursuit of me. And, um, that is something I'm completely confident in. Um, I'll be honest. One thing I really, really miss about, um, church is worship. Um, like I don't miss music. The music. There you go. Nice save. Don't say worship. <laughs> what you really miss is music. Is I miss the music. Yeah. And but I do miss a sense of corporate worship. Um, I didn't really enjoy our former corporate worship. Um, but I do miss that. And so, um, as an adult and as a mature Christian, um, you know, I'm doing what I did with a lack of community and I'm turning on, you know, my Christian music. I'm turning on worship music. I don't listen to Christian music. CMM. I no, honey, it's CCM. Something. I don't, I don't listen to CCM. It literally drives me up a wall, but I do love Stephen worship. I do love worship music. That is my thing. Like if Carmen, Oh, God. Michael now, W. Smith. N- absolutely not. Um, Phillips, and it's Craig nothing and against. It's, <laughs> Mercy me. Mercy me. Actually, I do like Mercy me. It's the other guys I don't like. Casting crowns. I can't stand casting crowns. Todd Agnew. Uh, oh, I can't stand casting crowns. I do love, I do love Mercy Me. Though. I, like, I do love. Yeah, third day. I, I like you. Yeah. Hold on, back in the day, Let's they were the jam. It. Yeah, okay. They were. No, they were. They were. Um. So yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of CCM. Uh, never have been. But you turn on a worship, and I'm. That's it. That's that's what I like. And then I like you know, the secular music, as I can say. Rihanna. Oh God, I hate Rihanna. Um, <laughs> but so I, I, there's a, that aspect that I do miss. Cardi um, B. And this morning, um, I there's a church around the corner from us that I really appreciate. Mm. Um, and I'll watch them on Facebook Live. And so yeah. I listen to their worship, and I listen. I love their pastor. His name is Pastor Doug. 
Hey, Pastor Doug. Pastor Doug. You don't um, listen to this podcast. He doesn't probably listen no, to this podcast. No, he don't listen to this podcast. But if he did, it'd be Pas- cool. Pastor Doug. Pastor Doug. What's his last name? Kempton. Pastor Doug Kempton. Doug Kempton. Yeah. And, um, uh, but I do love, I, I really like that church. I'm, you know, um, there's a purity and uh, to the word that they have and the worship that they have. It's genuine. And that's really felt throughout the entire um entire service so i i'll stream live stream live stream live them how about live stream stream. do you live stream them or do you stream live them (laughs) which one do you do all right grandma's getting tired no i'm just kidding um but yeah so um there is that sense that i i really do miss um and so I tune in, um, you know, it's something that I want. So it's something that I make happen for myself. And I think, you know, I don't sit there and complain about it. You know, if I want something, if I really, that's it, the funniest thing is that if you really want to be in church, then go, then go, <laughs> no one's stopping you. Like no one's stopping me from no. going to church by myself on a Sunday. Would I love to have Michael come with me? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but right now, I know that's not going to happen. Yep. Um, and so, you know, if I want it, then I need to go and get it myself. So yeah. and that's something that uh, that's something I do miss. Um, and that's something that I'm kind of working through myself right now is how do I incorporate more worship, you know, and into my life. And the just the general music. Music is super important to me. I'm a music person. Um, I was on the worship team. I'm a worshiper. And so, um, always have been, and I believe always will be. And so, um, that's something that I need fed in me right now. And so I'm doing my best to do it. I'll feed in you after the podcast. Mm. Okay. So, um, (laughs) honestly, we've answered, you've answered all the other questions. Um, okay. So there's really no point in asking them because you would just reiterate what you said. Which has been awesome, um, but we've you know probably nearing the end here soonish. So, is there anything else that you would want to share, or uh, do you have any secret times? That'd be fun, you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, like, is there something that you found helpful, or something that hinders you now that you're not you know regularly attending some kind of local church um or whatever you know what i'm saying anything um well, and there doesn't have to be so don't you know yeah. feel like whatever no. but um you know it was a really big step for us to leave i have never my entire life every single sunday i've been to church yeah. unless i like faked sick and got out of it i get that um <laughs> so that is you know, I believe that we're all creatures of habit, and I believe that um, we like people, for the most part, people like routine. And so when you're out of that routine, and you've done it your entire life, like go to church every Sunday, and then you stop, um, it can be a little frightening. You know, it can be like, whoa, what is this, you know, universe that I'm living in? Um, and it may feel uncomfortable. Um, and so really just kind of walking and unpacking that, you know, you're, you know, and saying, you know, my faith has to go outside these four walls because if it doesn't, 
I'm concerned at this point. Right. <laughs> um, if I even had faith at all, if my faith rests on four walls or in just the church and around a bunch of church people, that's concerning. That concerns me. Um, and so you really have to be diligent Ugh. and you really have to, you know, you, you have to educate yourself. You have to make things happen for yourself. You have to be the one actively, you know, um, with a lifestyle and connecting with God on a daily basis. It's not something that, oh, once a week you get your fill or once a week somebody else does it for you. You're doing the kind of more of the heavy lifting. And if you can handle that, then do it. Um, you know, and if you can't, you know, work through that and figure that out too. Um, I'm open. Another thing is I'm open to whatever God has for us in the future. That door for me is never shut. Um, there are things where I question and I say, you know, how is this even going to happen? Um, but you know, I still have hope and I still have faith. So that's something that I won't let go of. Um, that's another thing. Um, lastly is, what was my last point? I don't remember. Chocolate gummy Something. dicks. That wasn't my last point. <laughs> that was not my last point. We know what's on Sean's brain. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do like chocolate. I'm just saying. Don't we all? <laughs> Secret time, if you sent me a chocolate dick, I would eat it. Okay. Not fair. the gummy one. <laughs> I can't give you the real one, so. Oh boy. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, it's been fun having you on, Jenna. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Let me um, go check my mailbox. Yeah. Yeah. I think the uh, I think the last and final thought is, um, if you're gonna make a change like that, um, and it wasn't just leaving the church that was the complete and utter change for the change in my faith. Um, it was being able to, you know, when I say a progressive Christian, you can Google it and look at what that means, but it's more of um, a social justice aspect and bringing that, you know, you have to have social justice and spirituality. And if there is a, there has to be an equal balance of both in, in my Christianity. And so when you don't have one, right. And when we talk about social justice, we're talking about, you know, not you know, caring for the poor, caring for the down and out, caring for the people that, you know, and, and putting resources towards that. Um, and growing up in church, there is a, I think for us and for me, especially there can be a sense of resentment, um, towards people. Mm -hmm. And, uh, again, a sense of like, Oh my God, I don't want to deal with you anymore. Um, with people. And if that doesn't stay in check, on top of burnout, <laughs> um, you can find yourself in a scary, scary place where you're not loving people. And um, that's something that for me, again, I was able to have open conversations with people that, again, didn't think or act or talk like me or even have the same experiences that I did. And so I encourage people, you know, to have difficult conversations in regards to religion and challenge your faith because you come out either stronger or your values change. And so throughout that three years, my Christianity has changed in the sense of, yes, I still believe in the gospel message, um, and that will never change. However, 
my reaction to people is different. My love for people is different. My heart for people, I've seen God change my heart for people and seen, you know, there's a different side. It's not just, you know, oh, they're pulling the same shit again. It's, hey, I've never been in their shoes. I've never walked in their shoes before. And that heart, that that resentment and that bitterness towards even people because you're just sick of hearing the same old shit over and over again, that's not the heart of God. Yeah. It's really not. And, um, you know, that I've seen God change that. And I, I continue to say, God, I will still want to be open to the, to you. And I still want to be open to you changing, you know, my heart for others. And, um, and so that was one thing that really, um, in the last, since we left, that's changed for me. Um, and when I say my Christianity change again, it's not, you know, that I don't love God anymore. It's not that I, you know, I'm a Unitarian, you know, I have Unitarian beliefs. It's my love for people had to change. My heart for people had to change because I didn't, I wasn't loving people. (laughs) I was connecting with leaders and I was connecting with other people in leadership and I wasn't connecting or having community with anybody, you know, um, on my, I don't want to say on my level, that sounds terrible, but in, I wasn't having, even with my age or connection. Yeah. I wasn't having connection. Um, and so, you know, um, this can be in a longer, longer, much longer podcast, but I'll wrap it up and just say, God has changed my heart and I've seen it. And there's a, there still needs to be more to change in my heart for people. And, um, yeah. Yeah. And so I hope that keeps changing. And I know, again, I know I'm not a, you know, I'm not finished. God's still working within me, and I'm grateful for that. That's good. I'm going to say that's good, and and I'm glad that you joined us for today's uh, interview. I'm glad you're interview number two. Thanks. Yeah, Jenna. Thanks. I have a crush on one of the people that interviewed me today, so... It's kind of cute. That's why I said yes. Do you so. have a boyfriend? Huh? It's pretty weird that you're saying it in front of your husband, though. <laughs> I just don't even know why. Um, he's my boyfriend, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Take credit for that one, Sean. <laughs> it's kind of weird that you're saying it in front of your husband. Um, Sean, I miss you so much. Yeah, so we get, we got to make it a trip. We got to make a trip to get down to uh, to So Ill. Well, we've and been hey, going to wait, the garden. We've wait a minute. Toying with did the you idea start maybe popping up there? But I don't know. Sean, kinda... did you start so ill? Um. Yes. You no. know what? I'm gonna go ahead and officially no, claim it. Okay. Oh, really? You know, no, no. Fuck that bullshit. I call bullshit. I smell. Oh, it. I okay. Can smell it. I thought he started away. it. No, he didn't start that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I was like, that's really impressive, Sean. <laughs> did I start that? I'm from the. Oh no! Okay, okay. Damn it! Michael, I thought he came up with had, it. I thought it was cool. I had her believe in me. What? <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not letting you take credit for shit. <laughs> not today, bro. Not today. Not today, Satan. He ain't taking credit for shit. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, no, he is not the creator oh. of So Ill. Why are you so against him being the cre- possibly being the creator? Yeah, I'm feeling hate. Uh, I'm feeling hate, bro. I yeah. I'm just trying to say. Yeah, check yourself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> For you wreck yourself. Anyway, I was trying to say something and then I got cut off. 
okay. Gave you all the time in the world, bro. What you what you trying to say? Well, that's how much it matters. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, let, let's put a uh, put a bow on this. Is that a McDonald's cup you're drinking out of? Yeah, bro. I'm so hungry right now. Hangover food. You know what I mean? Hangover food. Mm-hmm. That's what, like diarrhea food. What what's in the what's in the McDonald's cup? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe vodka and coke may not be. I don't know. <laughs> well, Jenna, right. um, seriously, I know you're Michael's other half, but still, uh, thanks for she's joining not my us. Other half. Thanks for uh, sharing no, your thoughts. No, and, I'm sorry. Time out. Time oh out. Oh my God! What? When you get married, two become one. So you need two holes to make oh, one. Oh, nice save. So she is not Dick my face. better half. Nice save. She is my. No, shut wait, up. So wait a second. No. But even with what you just said, two single <laughs> holes become one single hole. <laughs> Therefore. Two become one. The math doesn't work. But it's two become one, so she's not my better half. Oh, Jesus. You know what I'm fucking saying. No, I... No. You're saying it right, Sean. <laughs> God, here we if go. If you and her are one, yes. then just half of you would be one of you, because the two became the one. No, it's more of a case of one <laughs> equals one. <laughs> Listen, PhD... So- she completes my equal sign. Can we be done? We are symbiotic. I was I'm trying starving. to fucking say thanks for being on, even though you're married right. to that asshole. You're but, welcome, uh, Sean. You, you wanted to say better half, though, and I'm like, ah, well, you better half. Why? I am your better half. You're not my better half. You are... Thanks, a- Sean. I loved being on the podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. I think people... We'll listen to this and I hope, you know, get something out of it. And, and when I say that, here's, here's why, like for me, Mm. I like to do in like, I love the fact I should say that we're going to be doing interviews regularly because when I listen to podcasts, I like to listen to, you know, people who have interviews regularly and me too. Because there's so many points of views, and you can relate, you can't relate. There's these stories that, you know, stuff that you can't even imagine that happened. And then there's the ones that, oh, my God, I just went through that Tuesday. Like, wow, I'm not the only one, you know. And yeah. um, and I think with doing interviews, you know, different people can relate differently to other different people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, 100%. Yeah, so thanks for thanks for being on and taking your time away from your show. I'm watching uh, Billions. It's really good. Is it? On Showtime. Yeah, it's really good. Mm. We're on the HBO kick right now. Oh, nice. Game of Thrones, baby. You better catch up <clears throat> if you haven't so far. We haven't. Season, season nine is coming up, and it is the last season. Mm, thank God. This is the conclusion. Yeah. I'm so done. Uh, you guys Thrones. need to catch up on uh, Game of Thrones. You, you should binge watch it on HBO. Th- it's not that good. So. I think that's what we were gonna. We were talking about doing that 
uh, tonight. Start just gave her the stink eye. Getting into it again. I think you should get into it again. I think you should complete it. Get all the way there. <laughs> tonight no we're gonna we're gonna finish stepping. all eight seasons. Okay, the wife is hungry. She's ready to go get something to eat. So let's wrap. Put a bow on this one. AKA, it's time to get dirty up in that mug. <laughs> I know what no, you're it's saying. Really time to eat because I'm so hungry yeah, right she, now. You listen. Mm. It's only a couple primal needs. You're hungry you got, for that dick, you, 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 you got. I went there. You got. Well, you, duh, get, you get sex, you get food, survival. Michael, I've never seen a black man blush, but I swear to God, you are right now. <laughs> you wish. I ain't no novice, homie. <clears throat> All right, well, we should end this before I say something else stupid. Yep. <laughs> Bye, Sean. See you, Jenna. Tell Brooke I said hi. I will do. Peace. Night. Peace. Hey everybody, it's Laurel, the self-appointed fan club president. You can visit Unchurched Podcast at unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com or at unchurchedpod on Twitter and Instagram. See you there.